Previously on Left Behind. Amanda's maiden name was Rikus. Apparently, Amanda's mother's maiden name before she married Rikus was Fortunato. What? Mac, I did it's it. 6 Cap, What's I really did it. You did what? You know, I, I, I prayed. I did it. You do have a mark there. Huh. Hey, you know what? You've got something on your forehead, too. She belonged to you? My wife. I just checked the morgue. And... I saw her. What? Ask uh, at that desk for the uh, disposition of Mother Doe. Thank you very much, Doctor. Wait, Mother Doe? Based on Soul Harvest, the fourth book in the best-selling series, Tyndale House Publishers proudly presents episode 42 of the dramatic audio edition of Left Behind. Yeah, well, I'll take care of that. Come on, hang on. Help. Hope they can't read the license plate. Hey, what were you doing back there, anyway? <laughs> I am Joe Baker. What? I run a bakery shop and make the rolls for you because I am Joe Baker. <laughs> Have you lost your mind? The officers, those brilliant, highly trained bloodhounds, they asked me who I was, and I told them... Uh, my name is Joe Baker, and I am a baker. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> oh, they asked for my papers, and I told them they were at my bakery. My bakery survived, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd heard that. <laughs> As I left, they followed me. I knew you would know where to look, but I was getting concerned. If your timing had been off, they would have overtaken me. God was watching over us, as usual. Yes, he was. So, what have you learned about Chloe? Captain Steele, you are acquainted with Dr. Rosenzweig, I'm sure? Indeed, Commander. Dr. Rosenzweig? Uh, Captain Steele, it is such an honor to see you again. I came to ask after your son-in-law, Cameron. I spoke with him by phone this morning. He's fine. Thanks for asking. Uh, everyone's fine, Doctor. Yes, and, and what about Dr. Benjuda? <clears throat> Dr. Benjuda? Surely you know him. An old protege of mine. Cameron helped them escape the zealots in Israel with the help of Poten I mean, Excellency Carpathia. You know how much His Excellency thinks of you, Doctor. We did everything we could. So where did Cameron take him? And, and, and why has he not reported to the, the global community? If what you say is true, Doctor, I certainly wasn't involved. I heard the news about the rabbi, but I was here at the time. Surely your own son-in-law would... As I said, I have no first-hand knowledge of the operation. Nor was I aware that the global community was involved. Oh, oh this, is, this is awful. The global community could protect Zion. As I told you, Doctor, we provided an escort for him to the Israeli-Egyptian border. If Mr. Williams feels Dr. Benjuda is safe, that's fine with us. We simply want to be of assistance. That is the point. When His Excellency pledges support, he follows through. 
And with the shocking personal story you just told me, there is clearly much more to my young friend Nikolai than meets the eye. So I have to get to Minneapolis. But you had no idea. Uh, hang on, Doc, Doc, hold on a second. Yes, ma'am. The patient is stable but sleeping. I'm not going to disturb him tonight. You can call back. It's urgent. I have to talk to him now. You've said that, sir. Please try again tomorrow. <laughs> Listen to me, The camera, please. look out! Sorry, sir. We're going to hold you up here a minute. Filling a hole up ahead. Almost done. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh. Doc, what is it? Your forehead. I did not know you had injured it. Hmm. I don't see anything. You know, you're the second person tonight. Where? Look at me. Right there. <laughs> well, look at yourself. There's something on yours, too. Looks like some kind of a 3D thing. <laughs> yours is the same, like a shadow. Doc. Doc, it's a cross. Yes, of course, Cameron. It is the seal, visible only to other believers. What? The seventh chapter of Revelation tells of the servants of our God being sealed on their foreheads. That has to be what this is. <laughs> All right, let's move it out. Thanks. Hmm. You know, I met another believer back there at the hospital. We both saw the mark, but neither of us knew what it was. I'm sure he will be most encouraged. Mm, this should be the second to the last number here. All right, yeah, good. GC Hospital, Kenosha. Uh, hello, yes. Uh, I need the doctor in charge of the morgue, please. That's Dr. Charles. I'll put you through. Thank you. Morgue, this is Floyd Charles. Dr. Charles, hi. Are you the one who let me look for my wife tonight? Yeah, I remember you. Any luck? I think I know where she is, but that is... Wonderful. I hope I was helpful. Uh, you were, thank you. That's not why I'm calling, though. Remember that mark on my forehead? Yeah, little smudge. That's the sign of the sealed servants of God. You have one too, Doctor, so I know you're a believer. Oh, I, I am. But I don't think I have the mark. Well, you can't see your own. Only others. Incredible. Hey, thanks for letting me know. Oh, listen. Your wife, is she Mother Doe? Right. Why? Then I know who you are, and so do they. If you're driving to Minneapolis, they'll have time to move her. Why would they want to do that? Because you've got something or somebody they want. Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here, Doctor. Hey, listen, brother to brother, tell me what you know. When will they move her? I don't know. But I heard something about flying someone out of Glenview Naval Air Station. Yeah, I know where it is. They'll be flying into Minneapolis late tomorrow. You have to get there before they do. And now they have Rosenzweig convinced Carpathia helped you get out. Rosenzweig is so naive. I told him not to trust Carpathia, but he loves the guy. He more than loves him. He believes he's divine. Yeah, well, if that Fortunato story gets out, he won't be alone. There's something else. Carpathia tried to make Mac think Amanda was working for him. Uh, Amanda? Working for Carpathia? Unbelievable. I know her like I know myself. And I'll tell you something else. I'm convinced she's alive. She wasn't on the plane that went down? Well, that's what I'm being told. If she was on it, she's gone, but I plan on confirming that. Really? How? I'll, I'll fill you in later. Just make sure you don't take our guest to Minnesota. If something goes wrong, they may try and trade him for Chloe. 
Wait here. I have to make sure the patient wants to see you. Mr. Ritz, are you up to a visitor? Uh, not really. Who, who is it? It's, a uh, Herb Katz. Herb Katz? Herb Katz? Herb... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Send, send him in and, and shut the door. Mr. Katz, this way. Thank you. Ken! Herb Katz. <laughs> How in the world are you? <laughs> well, I was about to ask you the same thing. You look awful. Oh, gee, thanks. What a friend. Sorry. Hey, please tell me you got a job for me, buddy. I'm going stir-crazy. Yeah, well, I got a couple of jobs. You think you're up to it? Yeah, I'll be as good as new tomorrow. Got banged on the head with one of my own little fixed-wingers. Ow. I lost a lot of blood. Got a good-sized gash up top yeah, here. Yeah, that is a nasty-looking bandage. Uh, no brain damage, they tell me, so I still got no excuse. Well... All right, well, I'm gonna need you to recommend somebody then. Huh? Chloe's up in Minnesota, and, well, I can't explain everything, but I've got less than a 24-hour window. Yeah, I'll recommend somebody, all right? Get out of the well, way. Hey, Ken, Ken, hang on. Don't be yanking Look, your IV out. There's no brain trauma. I'll be a little uncomfortable, but that's never stopped me before. Oh, come on. Help me get dressed. You can't even put on your own clothes? Williams, I'm flying you. That's it. Get my stuff out of that closet. <sighs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Here. Where are we headed? Waukegan. My Lear got tossed around, but it's okay. Hmm. Only problem is runways. What? What, are they hard to find? <laughs> Non-existent. Doesn't that present a little bit of a problem, Ken? Look, there's a golf course nearby. If we can get the plane on the par five, we might have a chance. What? Just think of yourself as my caddy. Rich, you are crazier than I am. Yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> oh. oh, hey, hey, take it easy. Here. I'm, a, I'm all right. Glad you looked me up, Williams. I was hoping we'd make contact. Oh, yeah? Why's that? This, uh, Wrath of the Lamb. Ah, so you read the article. Yeah, pretty slick. Yeah, well, I was totally objective. Yeah, well, I figured if what the Globe just went through was the Wrath of the Lamb, I'd better make friends with that lamb. Well, I can help you there, Ken. Kinda thought you might. Let's go. The preparations are complete, sir. Is everything to your specifications? The script is fine. I am concerned about the visual aspect of the broadcast. I anticipated that. I wish to make the viewers dizzy with excitement. I assure you, Your Excellency, the virtual reality generator will take the viewer through the new city in sparkling detail. Very good, Leon. And I would like to give you an opportunity, if you would like it, to tell your story. Briefly, of course. It would be an honor, sir. The world will know of your power. Global community potentate Nikolai Carpathia will So it's interesting, right? God provides a teacher for you guys and Bruce, and then when he dies, a new one pops up. God doesn't always answer our prayers the way we think he will. Ray, you can show me how to study this stuff, right? I'll get you fixed up with some information Citizens on the internet. Of the global community. From his headquarters in New Babylon... Well, here they have a virtual Nikolai tour of the new city. This is on the net, too, I presume. Brothers <laughs> Where they can show the it's there. Mm. Please, accept my deepest and most sincere sympathy for your losses. We were in the final stages of our rebuilding effort following the war against a resistant minority. And now, as I trust you are able to witness, rebuilding has begun. New Babylon will, within a very short time, become the most magnificent city the world has ever known. It will be the center of banking and commerce, 
the headquarters for all governing agencies, and eventually, the new holy city, where Enigma Babylon One World Faith will relocate. He never small, does he? You know, those it gold be spires look like Sunday school pictures of heaven. Both Bruce and Sion have said that the Antichrist just counterfeits what God does. Every citizen should make it his or her life's goal to experience this new utopia and see the prototype for every city. Let us work together to make our world a global phoenix, rising from the ashes of tragedy to become the greatest society ever known. I bid you goodbye and good will. Until next, I speak with you. Guess we better at least stand, huh, Mac? What is it? There's somebody four or five aisles over, a young guy. Works in communications, I think. What about him? Slow to stand. Ladies Might mean something. Oh, the Supreme hang on. Commander it's a double of the global feature. community, Leonardo Fortunato. Oh, boy. You know what's coming Members here, don't you? I'm gonna go see if I can I catch that kid. I'll be back. I want to tell you what happened to me immediately after. Then I heard a voice calling me. Leonardo Fortunato, come forth. And I rose from the dead. My only regret O God of Israel, no I see before me but the fulfillment of your word. And I shudder to think what is to come. A man bestowed with this power is worthy of a new title. I propose to you that he hereafter be referred to as His Excellency Nikolai Carpevia. I have not yet consulted His Excellency on what I am about to tell you. Most of you could not know that he is going through intense personal pain. I don't believe where this Our is Our leader and his fiancée joyfully anticipate the birth of their child within the next several months, but the soon-to-be Mrs. Carpetia is currently unaccounted for. If anyone knows the whereabouts of this woman, hey, Miss Hattie Dorf, hey, Please. He had the mark on his forehead. Uh, when I said I knew he was a believer, he turned white. I, I showed him my mark and told him about you and me, and he nearly went ballistic. What's his name? Uh, David Hasid. He's uh, he's Jewish from Eastern Europe. Uh, said he joined the GC uh, because he was impressed with Carpathia. Mm. So he's been surfing the net for six months, and get this, he considers Ben Judah his spiritual mentor. Huh. Captain Steele, His Excellency would like to see you. Oh, I see you have scheduled a 24-hour layover in North America. Routine service time for aircraft and crew. Ah, yes. Will you be seeing your daughter and son-in-law? Why? <laughs> I'm not implying your personal time is my business, but I need a favor. It's the same matter we discussed before the earthquake. Hattie. Yes. You know where she is, then? No, but I assume you do. How would I if you don't? Is it time for the gloves to come off, Captain Steele? Oh, do you really think I could run the international government and not have eyes and ears everywhere? I have sources you could not even imagine. 
The last time you and Miss Durham flew to North America, you were on the same flight. I haven't seen her since. But she interacted with your people. Now, whatever she was doing over there, she missed her original flight, and we know she was then traveling with your wife. That was my understanding, too. She did not board that plane, Captain Steele. If she had, as you know, she would no longer be a problem. Oh. So she's a problem again. From your broadcast, I was under the impression you were despairing over your fiancé. <clears throat> I did not say that. I did. I was on my own there. What if she chooses to keep the child? Mm, no, no, I must end this relationship. But it will not go over well if there is a child. I understand. Ah, you will talk to her then. I have no idea where she is or if she's even alive. Could she have been lost in the earthquake? <laughs> yeah. That'd solve everything for you, wouldn't it? Actually, yes. But my contacts believe she is hiding. And you think I know where? She is not the only person in exile with whom you have a connection, Captain Steele. Such leverage is keeping you out of prison. Oh. What are you doing? I, I, I work here. Who are you? Let me see your identification. Uh, are, are you, are you Rayford Steele? I asked you. Oh, wait a minute. Are you the guy Mac talked to? David. Da David Hasid. May I, s may I see your forehead? Sure. Like, oh, like the young Americans say, that is so cool. I have one too. So I see. What are you doing here? There's no phone jack in my room. I brought my laptop. You do have a phone jack. It's covered with a metal plate. You don't need to risk getting caught out here. That's good to know. I wouldn't be surprised if they could tell where I've been on the web through here. Oh, they can. They can trace it through the lines in your room, too. Hmm. I was just downloading a Bible, hmm. trying to see where Tsion Ben Judah was posting new teachings, if any. Oh, I can tell you the URL by heart. He is my spiritual father. To a degree, mine, too. Well, let me write down the address of the central bulletin board where I found his message for today. And you should go back to your room. Give me a minute. Did you know that I'm probably one of the 144,000 witnesses? Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Can't wait to find out my assignment, but I'm, I'm so new to this. We're all new to this, David. Wait till you see the messages on the bulletin board. Thousands are pleading with him to come to their countries and train them. Well, you know, of course, that Dr. Ben Judith is a fugitive. Yes, but he believes he is one of the 144,000 as well. He's teaching that we are sealed, at least for a time, and the forces of evil cannot come against us. Really? Yes. That protection is not for everyone who has the mark, apparently. But it is for the converted Jewish evangelists. In other words, I could be in danger, but you're not, at least for a while. That seems to be what he's teaching. Oh, it is so good to know that I am not alone. Welcome to the family, David. Whoa! Ken! Hey, he just fell down on the sidewalk. Well, I let him out here so he wouldn't have to walk from the parking lot. Want me to help you get him inside the hospital? No, 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 no. I, I'll handle it. Thanks. Ken, Ken again. Come on, not yet. Not yet. Come on. Get him. Wait till we get inside. Oh, this isn't an act book. <sighs> I think I did something pretty stupid. What? Remember the medicine you got me? Yeah. Uh, 
I was supposed to uh, take one from one bottle and three from the other every four hours. Mm -hmm. I missed my last dose, so I uh, doubled them. No, and I uh, can't. Think I switched the bottles. Oh. Come on, come on, get him. Don't fall asleep on me. Come on, oh. come on. I gotta get you inside. Take as needed for pain. One every four. You took two of these? Uh, no. I took six. Six? Mm -hmm. oh, come on, Ken. Get up. Come on, right now. Ken, get up. No, need sleep. No way, right now. Get up. Come on, you gotta help me here. I'm really tired. Just a little should I, buddy. Okay. Hey, Ken, sorry to do this, but this gas in your head, uh -huh. does it hurt? Here? Ow! Ow! Come on. What'd you do to my head? Yeah, come on, that'll Ow. Ken, come Ow. on. Let's get you inside right now. Come on, Ken. Here, you can have my seat. Oh. Oh. Thank you, ma'am. There you go. Oh, that's some wound. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Uh, look, um, could you watch him a minute? Do you mind? I just need to go check something. It's all right. I'll stay. Good. Thanks. Hey, take a number, pal. Yeah, well, I have an emergency well, here. Well, we all do. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can you point me to the nearest washroom? Down the hall to your right. Thanks. Ooh. Oh, wow. I hope this works. All right, all right. This is not a press badge, this is a doctor's ID, and you are a doctor. A no-nonsense, big ego, all-action doctor. Uh, how am I gonna make them believe it if I don't even believe it? Okay. Here we go. Doctor, didn't I tell you to check on that trauma in emergency too? I, no, no, you, you must well, have the wrong... No, that must have been someone else. All right, then. Listen, I need a stethoscope, a sterile one this time, a freshly laundered smock, and the chart on Mother Doe. You got that? Stethoscope, smock, chart... Sterile, big smock, and Mother Doe. Now get it right. I will, Doctor. I'll be at the elevators. Yes, sir. Sometime today, Doctor? Yes, sir! Now I have to find the elevators. Here you are, Doctor. Good work. Thanks for your help. Any time, sir. Whew. Here we go. Oh. Oh, Chloe. Oh, God. Oh, God, how could you let this happen to her? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Come on, get together, Buck. <clears throat> I'm a doctor, right? Mm. Can't let this get to me. I simply look at her chart. Room 335A. Multiple fractures, dislocated hip and shoulder. There. Right there. Fetal heartbeat. They're alive. <laughs> They're both alive. <laughs> For now. Please. Please, God. Save them both.
Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is based in part on the book Soul Harvest by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins and has been adapted for radio by Chris Fabry with music by Steve Whitten, directed and produced by Todd Busteed. Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is a production of Gap Digital and Tyndale House Publishers. Thank you for listening.